got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies. Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's let's uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud-laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. It's, you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore you're a piece of shit, and go fuck yourself, and go die. Your toe's on the trigger, and he's here to help you keep from pulling it. That is correct. This is episode 056 of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I am your host, Daniel Ripples, and with me in the Toe on the Trigger studio, we have the one... And the only fashionably late Kinky Cassie. Hello. Hey, how are you today? I am doing. I feel weird saying hello now. Oh, why? The people don't know why yet. But oh yeah. Anyway, I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing all right. And and like you said, it it does sound weird. It sounds like you're mocking our guest, huh? I know. Yeah, we have a special guest on our show today, and I think he would do well with his own introduction. So I I kind of uh, (laughs) gave him his own little introduction. We have co-host of the Cave Crew Radio, avid podcast listener and guest. He's an avid guest. Beloved by many and a large selection of the podcast community is the one and only Choo Choo Stew. How are you doing today, Stew? Hello, hello, and I'm very excited to be here, and especially uh, to enter to that lovely fanfare there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I found I just typed in YouTube. I just said British music, <laughs> and this is what well, I, I am. I am the one and only uh, Choo Choo Stew. I've never from, met another Choo Choo. That's for sure. From Cave Crew Radio, so uh, I'm very pleased to be here, and thank you for having me. Hey, we're very pleased to have you here. You've uh, we uh, we put out a survey couple months ago you know for all of our listeners to um partake in and you were the only person who voted twice <laughs> and i thought actually i'd voted about three or four times i think and- you did and of of the suggestions it said uh i said you know what do you suggest we do in the future and all three or four or ten of your submissions all said uh have choo choo stew on as a guest so that's amazing so we got exactly. uh, and I think uh, all three, four, ten times, uh, I was probably in the pub when I uh, voted. Or there were a couple yeah. that seemed like you typed them in slur. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple where I think you misspelled choo choo. Yeah, and I probably posted it and then thought, did that go through? And I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again just to be safe. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, you abided to the survey. I did. I, it took me. It took me 
three months or so, but I did. I, I wanted to get you on here, and I wanted to make sure we we both had time. I know you know the time we record is normal for us, and for you, it's when all the uh, the rascals are coming home from the bar, or people are waking up to go to work, and you kind of are stuck between both, huh? <laughs> I'm definitely stuck between both. As I said to Cassie earlier on, I've been uh, I've been waiting here in the wings uh, for quite some time for for her to come home from work. She's probably stopped off for a bite to eat on the way home, thinking, <laughs> oh, you know, just, oh, fuck him. He, he can wait. He can wait. I did not. <laughs> I did get you know? a beverage on my way here, but I, that was, I, hmm, that, okay, I already said what time she got there, so that won't work. I did stop for a drink to keep myself awake during this, but, um, no, I didn't oh. stop for food or anything. I'm glad you can keep awake at like uh, 7 p.m. in the evening. Because <laughs> okay. it's, it's only 4.38 here in the morning. You hear that? It's 4.30. 4.30. 4.30 right. in the morning here, and I felt like Noel Gallagher waiting in the wings to go on to, a, like, to join in on a, uh, on a Who concert. Well... For the last... Two hours or whatever it is. I don't understand that reference, but I do feel <laughs> I do feel very bad that I kept you waiting. I really do. All jokes aside. That, well, all jokes not aside. I'll, well, all jokes aside, I've I've had some very bad thoughts about you, Cassie. Oh no. Ooh. The last the last hour or so. Oh man, are they are they bad? Like you aren't thinking about like beating her up or anything? Like they're bad, like naughty. Well. After listening to your show, you've sort of, sort of poisoned my mind with sexual faults and sexual innuendo. So, so I, I'm under the understanding that you listen to us like on the on the what do you guys, you guys don't call it a subway? You call it a, a we call it a tube. A tube when you're on the tube. Well, we call it uh, the place where I work is the London Underground, and we call it the tube. The tube. That is so cool. So you usually listen to podcasts. Uh, including our show on the tube. So, do you ever sit and listen to our show and hear some of the the adventures of Kinky Cassie and and have to uh, hide your your massive erection? Uh, well, uh, if I did listen to it on while I'm working, it would be allegedly because we can't listen to stuff like that when we're we can't listen to anything apart from the noise of the rails and mm-hmm. stuff like that as we're driving but yes uh <clears throat> you do get me a little bit fired up i must admit <laughs> that's awesome look at that that makes me very happy man pumping testosterone from around the world <laughs> cassie cassie you're you're firing men up all, all around the globe that makes me so happy <laughs> Wow! You don't realize you don't realize what you're doing to people. That's great. That's uh, that makes me very happy. If you, I mean, okay, if you can see her right now, she's usually a very white shade of white. A white shade she, of white. Like okay. she's holding a coffee cup right now, and it's white. It's styrofoam, and she's holding it up to her face. I don't know why, but she is. And I'm you, trying not to blush. And usually, her face matches would match the cup, but now it's matching the red logo running along the cup. It's just warm in here. That's all. It's I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. I think I think it would be very hard to make Cass, uh, Cassie blush. Oh, it is. It's very difficult. I don't know, man. I don't know your accent though. You got it's, here it's over. Getting me. You have her over here fanning herself like a like a black Southern Baptist. 
Anyways, she's a, uh, you know what? And the funny thing is, is she's had kind of a, a sexual week too, I think, I have. right? Shocking, I know. Yeah, she, uh, as you've probably been following, she has a, a man in her life who has a quite the sizable uh, member yes. on him. Ah. Yes, the, uh, the infamous Eddie. Um, oh, wow, we're using names now. Yeah, still, actually. But, Name dropping. Um, he uh he knows he listens he's very okay with me talking about how big his dick is um I think it's mostly because he wants to like fuck other people which is cool but it's like he's like I don't know he's very into it um so it was I believe the last episode we talked about like if you have a fuck buddy like you know could you get him a present what could it be and all of that I believe that was last week but um i got him a a teddy bear from build-a-bear workshop um it is a spock teddy bear mr spock star trek in case anybody doesn't know who that is um he sings the theme song to star trek which is fucking amazing um and uh i got it for him thinking he would love this and i did not realize until i got it that i love it too much um I texted him. I decided I was going to fuck with him about it. I had already decided to keep it at this point and not give it to him. Um, But I texted him and I have those messages. Do you want me to read them, Daniel? Yeah. Okay. So I said, hey, I really need to tell you something. And he's like, what's up? And I was like, I really feel bad. I didn't know this would happen. Sad face. (laughs) Um, And he goes, "Uh, what the fuck? So you're you're kind of leading him on into something. Oh, yeah. I was trying to get him to think I was pregnant. (laughs) That's, that's fucking evil it is but it was great so he's uh i said did you get the picture i think it's pretty obvious and he goes yeah i get it and i was like no 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 like the picture i sent you and he goes oh no picture i had not sent a picture yet i was just being a dick yeah um and i said okay i'll send it again just so you know i didn't mean for this to happen it just happened and he's like what the fuck there's no picture and I sent him one picture of me smiling, holding the bear. And I said, I got you this bear for your birthday. And then I sent him a picture of me kissing the bear. And I said, and I fell in love with it. Now it's mine. Don't be mad. <laughs> and he says, uh, of course not. Have you been cuddling with it? And then it got weird. But um, I'm not yeah. going to go into all that. It, that was called his uh, his relief retreat. Yeah, I know. And then we didn't talk the rest of the day. And I was like, okay, he's uh, he's not happy. He was recovering from the fucking panic you just put him through. I did tell him later that I was I was like, just so you know, if I if I did get pregnant, God forget God God forgive God, God forgive me God for my forbid. sins. But if I did, I would not fuck with him like that. And he was he didn't respond. So. I mean, I hope we're okay now. Do you want this kind of evil in your life, Stu? <laughs> I couldn't deal with it, I don't think, really. <laughs> oh. I think I'm I'm a few years older than you guys, so in my day, I wouldn't have dealt with it, to be honest. <laughs> what would you have done? Would you just walked away? or what? What is like the protocol for shit like that? I don't know how different <sighs> the social norms are where you're from, so I, I'm going to be very... Very ignorant towards your ways, because I'm because I'm a bit older than you guys yeah. as well. It's it, the times have changed um, since when I was out there shagging. To <laughs> shagging, when, I fucking love to it. When you are, to when you are shagging, you know it's. I think it's a. I think it's a, a 
personally, I think it's it's a different world. But uh, I'm just I'm curious about the size of this guy's uh, member. Mm-hmm. So so is it really the size of the liner or the motion of the ocean? Ah, what? He wants to know if it's the size of the boat or the motion in the ocean. Oh, what's oh, important? Man. Um. This is a good. This is a good question to it delve depends, into. Depends, I think, because if someone's not very good, um, they're not very good at sex. If they have a huge dick, it's like it compensates. But like, if they have a smaller dick and they're really, they like, they know what to do. Like, they know how to do the sex. You know what I mean? Like, they know the other stuff to do. Then it doesn't matter as much because there was a guy. Um, that I would have sex with, um, I mean, pretty regularly, uh, who had a pretty small dick, um, but he was great at foreplay and, you know, the other aspects of just, not just the, like, act of having sex, you know what I mean? So it didn't really, it didn't really matter. And then there was another guy who had a pretty huge dick who had no idea what to do except, you know, pound you. <laughs> Um, and it was, it was, it was okay, I guess. But, you know, when you find somebody who does both very well, I mean, I talk about yeah. Eddie's dick, like, you know, it's huge. It is huge, but he also does all the it's other huge. stuff. It is. It's like the wall. Um, Trump's wall. Uh, anyway, <laughs> to, clarify. Just to clarify, um, but yeah, there, I mean, he's really good at both. So it's, it's great. It's amazing. Okay, so I just need to be sort of like a bit of a bit of a talker, and uh, I just need to. Daniel, help me out here. What do I need to you do? You need to be a charmer, and you. I need, need to be a charmer. That's it. And you need to be decent with your mouth. Yes. Yes, and your hands. And your hands. Yeah. Yes. You, and like, not be afraid it, so. to like make out and like, you know, say dirty things and shit. Yeah. Yes. See, I've, I've I've done all that all the way along, not knowing not knowing uh, if I was huge. Well, I I, I knew I was never huge, mm-hmm. but uh, but I've always, you know, played it safe and sort of covered all fields. Okay, well, you mean then you can't lose, really? Yeah, I think that's the way, really. Well, there are certain things that you could probably say. I mean. Like I said, if you came to America, which you said you are, I mean, there's you could just basically walk up to a woman and just say the raunchiest thing you can. But if you threw some weird, like, British words in there, it yeah. doesn't even matter. They wouldn't even see you as some weird, like, chauvinist. Or you could just say hello and, yeah. like, be, you know, be super. Okay, my stereotype of British people is that they're super polite. So if you were just did that, I mean, women would just be, like, begging you to fuck them. That's just how it is. It's funny because the one and only time I've been to the States, I went to uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you can't really call it like America as such. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of its own country. Yeah. But I went there and I was in this uh, jacuzzi in the, hotel, you know, in the hotel's grounds or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been in there, I'd say like I was in there 10 minutes and I'd pulled, and I I did wonder why for a long time. How comes it only took me ten minutes to pull, and I didn't do anything? 
You mean like pull pull some pussy? Is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay. Oh, exactly. I'm like I'm like Daniel, help. We're over here like no. mouthing things to each other. Like, what is he saying? Okay, yeah, no. we, we're catching it. I I scored myself like a chick, as okay. you say. And this was quite a few years ago. I'd sat in I'd sat in this jacuzzi, and this chick's. I'd spoke to this chick for about two or three minutes, and she was buying me. And she was a local girl. And she was buying me cocktails, and I was, and I did always wonder, like, what did I do? Yeah, this you... bird was buying me cocktails, and she drove me out. Like after, well, a couple of hours or so, she drove me out to the desert, and uh, had a wicked way with me, <laughs> basically. It's just all in the voice. I mean, that's really. You have way more luck in Vegas than I ever have. You went one time and fucked some chick all freaky out in the desert. I've gone like six times and no, I've had bad experiences. (laughs) Man, I'll tell you what, it was a, it was a lucky trip. Um, I actually went there and it was, it was years and years ago. My, my mother won a holiday to Las Vegas for four people. And so my mum and dad obviously went, who had won the trip. And uh, she said to me, oh, do you want to come? And my sister went as well. So I'd never, like in those days, I'd never wanted to go to America. I had no desire. And I thought, well, fuck it, I'll go anyway. And I spent most of the time around by the pool and uh, with this young lady that I'd met. Wow, so, so you spent trip. your whole trip out there with this with this young, lucky American woman, huh? Yeah, and I won, and I say it was quite a few years ago, but I didn't go there with any intention of gambling. I just thought, I'll go there, just suck it and see, you know, see what it's like. And then uh, I won, I think it was about $1,200 on my last night as well. So it was really good. Wow. It was a really good trip. Damn, you you came up. I I never have. I, if next time I go to Vegas, I just need to have you come with me because you seem like you're your luck. But I'd have to yeah. be. Looks like I'd be your wingman though, <laughs> like, and especially as I was only like playing like the minimum amount on the old uh, fruit machines. You know, the fruit machines. Is that what you call them? What do you call them? We call them fruit machines. Are those the ones with the little wheels that spin around? Yeah, we get like free cherries or whatever it is. Okay, you know? I, we call them slot machines, but I'm going to start calling them. Yeah, fruit the machines. slot machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. We call them slot machines, fruit oh, okay. machines, fruit machines. Yeah, but, but yeah. So, so I'd put like uh, I think it was like ten cents or something silly. It was it was like a minimal amount. And then uh, all of a sudden, this like the alarm started going off on the top of the machine, and I had like a like a waitress come around by me and security around me and like to stop the machine making this noise. I think, what the fuck have I done here? Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah, you've won. It was like $200 comes spurting out the bottom of the machine. Wow. And then, and then you had to go to the uh, cashier to, to cash it, you know, show your passport or something like that to, yeah. to, to cash in the rest of your winnings. So it was like, but that was like the last night. And then, then it was like, a quick uh, cab trip to the to the local shopping centre or whatever you call it over there to go and buy a load of Levi's and stuff that was cheaper to buy in the US than it was in America in in uh, London. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow! 
So all in all, a good trip. But I did go out to the desert in, in this young lady's car. Oh. Yeah. Was and, it a uh, small car or was it a nice mid-sized sedan? I think it was a mid-size. Yeah, yeah. it was a mid-size. Yeah. Ooh. But it was one of my... Uh, a little bit uncomfortable, sort of, but totally worth it. Exactly, yeah. Nice. I mean, I say in those days, it was quite... I say it was quite a few years ago. I'm a little bit older than you guys, but uh, it was it was well worth it. How old are you, Stu? You keep saying that. I don't even know how old you are. Oh, Am man. I allowed to ask? Is that rude? You're allowed to ask, <laughs> but you know what? I've really... I've lost count. I'm, I'm going to say I'm 47. Is that what you're going to say? It may not be true. Um, yeah, I'm, I believe I'm 47. You I've just, really lost count. I don't really care anymore, to be honest, because it's like... Uh, wait a couple of years. Cassie loves him like 50 or older. I love <laughs> all men that are older than me. Yeah, but the older you oh. get, the more the more chance you have of flogging her when you come down here. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome! You're you're just winning all around right now. So mm. good on I you. I can't man. be old enough, can I tonight? <laughs> no, not really. Maybe maybe like ninety. But if your boner still works, maybe you should. Think it, their about boners it. don't even have to work, dude. That one guy, seriously, the one guy did not fuck me at all. We he just like ate me out, and we like like I gave him head, and we tried to fuck, but it didn't really. He gave it. You put his flaccid penis in your mouth, and just kind of like yeah. went to town on it. Totally. I mean, like it tried. But it didn't, I mean... You we, could feel the blood, like, trying to pulse into his cock, and we, it just wouldn't... We were not able to actually fuck, but it was it was literally, like, four hours of all that other stuff. Wow. So, it was cool. And you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, it was great. How old was this this gentleman? 78. Look at that, Stu. You got plenty oh, of time. Oh, you got, like... I hope he paid, I hope he paid, paid well. <laughs> Actually, I just I just did it because he had cancer, and uh, his roommate was actually the one I was fucking regularly. And yeah, it was a pity fuck. It was it was com- completely a pity fuck, but it was uh it was cool. Well, you made a dying man happy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he stuck around, so he's still alive. Uh, he he's, is. He's still, he's still alive, but he, it's okay. He's probably in hospice somewhere, but the last thing he'll ever remember is. That one night. Oh, what a night. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually a really bad night because his roommate in the other room was pissed. I'm like, dude, you said it was okay. I don't know why you're mad. And he's like, I just want you to fall asleep with me. I'm like, well, he passed out, literally. So I will come sleep there now. It was very weird. Men and our feelings, huh? Yeah, I know. You can never trust us, us gentlemen. True. We always say we're not going to get feelings, and then we do. Actually, women are more more prone. Oh to that my god! I was going to tell you guys um, back when we were talking about you know when, Daniel when you told him to say like raunchy things or whatever. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of the last time I was having sex with Sir uh, Huge Dick. Sir person. Sir Nicecock. Yeah. Um, I texted this to Daniel the next morning, and uh, I said. Eddie was fucking me from behind, and he just, or no, I just came, okay? And then I said, and this guy says to me, uh, come on my dick again, kinky Cassie. And I, like, immediately came again. And I was like, that was the hottest thing I've ever heard. Because he just started listening to the to the show after me, like, begging him to listen. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty amazing. 
just thought I'd share that with y'all. <laughs> Well, I'm glad our show is enhancing your sex life. It while really it, is. Well, in the meantime, it makes mine worse. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, It's a double standard. It's because you're a female. Yep. I'm okay with this. If you had a penis, it'd be a lot worse for you. I'm looking at the show notes here. Okay. And it says last episode, and I think that was me. That was you. Okay. Um. It's just really, okay, I was listening to the last episode, and at one point, Daniel, you say something, I think it was during Derp Wizard's spiel, and I cough, I started laughing and coughing, and I did not stop coughing, like, for 10 minutes, and I was listening, and I was just like, what is wrong with me, like, who the fuck is coughing so hard, and I was like, fuck, that's me. And I was so embarrassed, and I was like, I was going to call you and be like, can you, like, take that episode down, because I'm so embarrassed that I kept coughing. (sighs) But it's because I inhaled like air or like something, not air. You inhaled air. <laughs> no, but like. Oh. <laughs> oh, she inhaled air. I was so, I just, I was upset, but I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you didn't either because you know what I would have told you. You would have told me no. <laughs> like, I'm not taking an episode down for anything. No. <laughs> I know. Uh, if I'm not taking down the batshit psycho whore episode, <laughs> I'm not taking down the I feel sad because I'm coughing. <laughs> yeah. That was that was pretty bad. So that that's what that's what that, that was, was the about whole story of the last episode. I was just very embarrassed. So. so so what exciting news have you got for this week? Well, me or her? She she has a way better life than I do. Her life is all don't really. filled with all kinds of funness. Mine is kind of stagnant. I had a weird experience with a. a I'm gonna go out on a limb and say a for sure serial killer. Um, See, way more interesting. <laughs> because he was so creepy. I, um, I said, what did I say? I went into a Seven Eleven. I was buying cigarettes and a Gatorade or some shit. And the guy, there was a, the clerk dude, and then his, I think it was his son or like nephew or someone related to him that he was training, who looked really young. And he like rings me up, and then he walks away, and the the young person just looked at me with like dead black eyes i swear his eyes were black and he was just staring at me and i'm like okay and he i forgot the amount but he was just like 715 or whatever just very loud and dead inside and i was like okay and i i give him my card he swipes it and he goes declined Wow. I'm like, Jesus, okay. Let me go get some cash out of my car. So I go outside and I like look behind me and he's just staring straight forward, like just not a human. And so I go out, grab cash, grab like eight bucks, hand it to him, and he was like, 715 again. I'm like, okay. So I give it to him. Gandalf and shit. I know. You shall not pass. You Um, shall not pay. Yeah. So I give it to him. He takes it. He counts it really slowly, and uh, and he just said goodbye. And I'm like, you're either autistic as fuck, or you are going to murder me. <laughs> like one of the two. So, yeah, that was terrifying. Maybe both. He's an autistic serial killer. Maybe that. You know, surprisingly, I actually have a test here. Ooh. Is uh, to see if you are a serial killer. <gasps> okay. To see if you're a killer. Uh, Stu, do you have a paper and a pen readily available? Okay. Cool. I don't uh, have a pen. We can just take uh you should oh, no, have I a do, pen. I do. Um, I got it. I it's just one of those ones where I'm just gonna name stuff off. If it's true, you just put like a little tally mark and then we tally them 
off at the end. Okay. So I'm going to keep track of mine. All right, the first one. You've had lots of different jobs. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Ready? Okay. Have you ever been violent at work? I'm... mm, Okay. Okay. Have you ever been violent, period? Okay. A lack of respect for authority? (laughs) Yep. Uh, Trouble taking criticism or suggestions? Uh, Imagines everyone is out to get them or doesn't understand them. Uh, Thinks... (laughs) It's not looking too good for you, huh, Stu? Uh, Thinks nothing they do is their fault. It's everyone else's fault. Holds grudges. Has no friends and or trouble keeping or making friends. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Is angry all the time over everyday common things. Does irritated count as angry? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll believe so. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bigoted or angry views, political, racist, or authority f- authority figures. Why do you got to throw that in there? Fuck. Okay. <sighs> A drug problem, including alcohol and prescription. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. An obsession with neatness. Uh, wait, what? No, that's definitely not. Uh, another person or guns? Apparently, <laughs> those are all under the same umbrella. Is that two? Oh, I was going to say, is that two questions? Yeah, no, that one? that's under one. Apparently, neatness, people, or guns? Uh, neatness, another person, or guns? An obsession with? I don't know. All right, well, if you're not, if you who I'm obsessed with are not neat, I will shoot you with my beautiful <laughs> Desert Eagle. Yeah, right. That I'm obsessed with. Uh, recently. Or typically acts negative recently. So if you were like negative like 10 minutes ago and you're not usually negative, I guess this counts. Oh. I guess. Uh, I guess I'll have to mark that. Uh, finds fault with everything. <laughs> yeah. Thinks their negative or hostile actions and reactions are justified. People deserve it. Yeah. Oh, probably. Man. Uh, make excessive, uh, sorry, make excuses. Uh, for Jesus, for irrational or unacceptable behavior. Uh, uh, I do that right sometimes. Yes. Okay. Uh, threatened acts of payback towards people they feel wronged by. Uh, I'll like do that. Ever? It's always psychological payback. Though. Is it ever or? Yeah, it says Shit. ever. Spends more and more time isolating themselves. Yep. Threatened acts of sabotage at work. Uh, or against people yeah displayed inappropriate emotions in any situation there's only a few more left by the way guys uh been late to work or appointments a lot what god damn it difficulty concentrating yeah uh blows minor incidences out of proportion i don't think so uh and last one you're sus- you're suspicious that there's some motive behind normal things people do or say. Yes. Okay. Everyone have their scores tallied. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Daniel, go first. Okay. I have. Let's see. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 12. <laughs> eighteen. Oh my goodness. So I have eighteen. Stu, what do you have? Five, six, seven, eight, 
nine. I've got ten yeses. You have ten, okay. And Cassie? I have eleven. You have eleven. Okay, so let's see. Four. Let's go with the lowest first. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Sir Choo Choo. Yes. It says, oh, not good. This person is usually insecure as hell, and as a result, thinks being angry and vocal is a form of control, which they feel they don't have. This is their immature way of finding some actual balls, and hence most of their idea of mature follows this warped view of reality they have. Not necessarily dangerous, but probably has a hard time getting along with people as they don't get along with themselves. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's fucking, that's pretty fucking cruel, man. dark. <laughs> and that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, that's like the the low <laughs> the lower end. Wow. That, yeah, that's a good result, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cassie's so up. I'm in... just sort of like a partial psycho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're in the lower because it goes in a score between one and four, five and ten, eleven and seventeen, oh. and eighteen and twenty five. Um. So let let let's move to. Uh, I'm upset that you and I are only one like in two. Two separate brackets. Yeah, but like yeah. just by one point. No, I I have you 18. have eighteen. I you know, but 11. mine goes up to seventeen. Oh, gotcha. You're yeah, in. Wait to see what you are. Yeah, let's see. What, let's <laughs> let's go to Cassie. She's the next in line with eleven. The eleven through seventeen bracket. Watch out for this one. If they feel they are finally pushed or in their imaginary delusional little world, it's finally time for them to teach everyone a lesson. They're going to snap. A definite candidate for therapy. Shows emotional problems and major insecurity issues. Both not healthy to be walking around with. Doesn't that feel great? I feel fantastic. But does that mean I'm a serial killer? Well, read yours first. Let's read mine. I'm 18. I'm in the highest bracket, 18 to 25. <laughs> first word, all caps. Run! <laughs> this person... Most likely suffering from a persecution complex hmm. and other psychological problems. Guys should play the match game song. They have a very warped head on them. It is a matter of when they snap, not if. Unless they get help or their narrow egotistical view of reality, it'll just escalate until they lose their grip. Some people who test uh, as being this angry and out of touch with realistic responses are... Mild to borderline schizophrenic and believe their reality is the only right one. They know better than us all. They know things we can't understand. They're going to show every one of us. They usually do in the morning headlines. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I guess that's. I, we want, yeah. We won't really want to be picking up Cassie. As a hitchhiker, would we? Well, that was me. That was my score. Cassie was in the last one. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. That that one that was, was me. Cassie's. Yeah, I mean, you probably. I mean, you might want to pick her up as a hitchhiker. She I might give it... you a fun time. <laughs> that is a guarantee. <laughs> um, but no, I I think mine is like, I just I wrote down Choo Choo Stew is a baby serial killer. I'm a semi serial killer, and Daniel is a legit serial killer. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm the one that'll teach you guys how to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> I just I would be afraid of Daniel. I am afraid of Daniel sometimes and his scariness. But my scariness. I when have you how many times have you seen me legitimately angry? I've never seen you actually. Well, I've seen you very very upset one time. Mhm. And it was because of a bitch. Oh, uh, so yes, I remember that. The, was, I remember said bitch. That yeah, I know. That was a uh, I just feel like we should call her Lady Soft Legs. 
Lady <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's like, there's the tie-dye wonder, and then there's lady soft legs, or and then denim there's panties. Denim panties. Yeah, that one was good. But um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, you were really upset. I've never seen you angry ever. I try to keep my cool. I'm one of. I, have you guys seen um, Anger Management? No. With uh, no, Jack, no. Jack Nicholson and. <laughs> Adam Sandler. I can't believe I'm quoting an Adam Sandler movie right now. <laughs> but there's a scene in that movie where um, uh, Jack Nicholson talks about there's two kinds of angry people. In, um, explosive and implosive. Oh. Explosive people are the ones you see in the grocery store who are screaming at the clerk about not taking their coupons. Mm-hmm. And the implosive person is the clerk who stands there day after day taking all this bullshit until one day they come into the store with a shotgun and blow everyone away. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I feel like by what by the test... I would be the clerk and you would be the customer just because really from the test. Yeah. Because it said something about me like don't push her too far or she'll like snap. Yeah. You know, whereas I'm not saying you are like this all the time, but you are angry. You're very irritated a lot. (laughs) So it's just it's more of a constant thing than like. Letting it I build just, up. I just wake. I just wake up as like a giant rash. I'm just an. <laughs> I'm just a giant mental rash when I wake up. I just wake up. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say the implosive, implosive person would just keep it all in, and then they just suddenly explode. Yeah. Yeah. Which is worse, probably. I imagine it's worse. I imagine. I but I imagine myself more as an implosive person. I'll keep it all in. Keep a smile on my face. Right. And yeah. Think, Fuck you, motherfucker. I had I'll that happen you. with a with a couple of friendships. Re- oh, I already talked about it on the last episode. But basically, that's what happened is it like built up and built up. And then I was just like, fuck you guys. I'm over this. And uh, I don't normally do that. But it was uh, it was it was too much. So the worst is when you have all that anger built up towards fucking anything. Just just life in the world and people. And then one person, one poor, poor soul, poor innocent fucking individual, just says something like "Good morning." And you're like, "Good fucking morning." Who the fuck made it so goddamn good? What are you, the fucking goddamn weatherman now? Coming here and tell me good fucking morning? Look at that cloud over there, motherfucker. What are you, tra- you know? And they're just like, "Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa." They're gonna they're gonna take the whole wrath of this uh, this guy's anger. Yeah. Or or girls. Yeah, exactly. I and that's. That's kind of me. I I let it. I have my angry bursts or my bursts of uh, of just incre- like letting all that out when I'm alone. I try to like be in my car by myself, and I turn into a legitimate. I wouldn't say schizophrenic because I don't hear voices in my head, but I'm talking to a th- a third person who. I know for a fact isn't there, but I just need to yell at somebody or something. So I'm just like having these full blown conversations with people I'm mad at as if they're sitting in the car with me. And I have the full on dialogue. I have their side and my side. We're both following the script, you know. And then when we finally meet up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell them. They they never fucking follow the script ever. It never happens. No. Because I always win when they follow the script. Like I sound so fucking good, you know. But then when I meet up with them, I end up looking like a fucking jackass. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I tend to listen to people and I will listen to their shit. 
and listen to them talking and yeah, 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 and they're moaning and moaning. And I'll just smile and say, yeah, yeah, you've got a good point. But then afterwards, you think, what a, what a wanker. Oh, wanker. Not wanker. Yes, a wanker. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I love that. Quick question. We're, we're, we're going to go to break in a minute, but I'm dying to know. The word cunt, is it as yeah. bad in where, where you live as it is here? Yeah, I think uh, the C word is is wow. one. I mean, it depends how you how you're using the word. Yeah. So, because um, I mean, there, I'm, I've been called a cunt by many a people, but a lot of the time it's in jest. So you yeah. take it as in you take it that way. You know, I've had, I've had managers at my work calling me that. So is uh, it kind of the equivalent of like how we use the word like asshole? It can. It it depends how how you take it, but generally you would reserve that word for special occasions. Oh, really? Not me. <laughs> I throw that <laughs> shit around like crazy. Well, because I was under the impression because I always like I'll watch movies, British movies, or I'll watch like British comedians, and they're like, "Oh, you cunt," and I'm like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" Like we need to be liberated like that. And then here in America, you say cunt, and people lose their fucking minds. Like, yeah. I, th- I think you have to be very uh, careful how you use it, oh, and who you're. If you're using it amongst friends, yeah, you know, and even and even then, you got to be careful how you use it and who you say it to, really. Yeah, I mean, Cassie and I, we call each other cunts all the time. Yeah, I mean, Cassie would rather me call her a cunt than call her a bitch. So you've diluted the word, haven't you? Really? So yeah, yeah. it doesn't mean because I I am a I've I'm of the belief that a word is not. Like, words are powerful and they mean shit, but, like, cuss words and, you know, the four-letter words are, they don't, they're not that powerful, you know what I mean? They're only as powerful as we give them credit for. So, like, the word cunt, like, if you said that to somebody in, like, Africa who only spoke, like, in clicks and booms and shit, like, they wouldn't know what the fuck you were saying. It means nothing to them, you know? So, it's kind of like that with me. It's like, call me a cunt, like, that's fine. But women yeah. hate it. You can call a guy a cunt, and they're like, "That's weird." You call a yeah, chick a I, cunt in America, and you you're basically dead. Yeah, I think I I think that's pretty much the same here, really. Mm. You know, I mean, even if you say it to a guy, if you don't know him and you call him a cunt, then you you're you know, getting punched in the face. Trouble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've seen a it it really fucking like it's off putting to hear a woman refer to her vagina as a cunt. I still, yeah. I still can't. Yeah. I mean, I watch. I used to have this porn called Brit Slits. Jesus. <laughs> and it was, you know, British porn stars just masturbating, and they were like talking about, "Oh, you love my cunt," and I'm like, "Oh God, no." Uh. I've had guys yeah. refer to my pussy as a cunt, and if I, I wouldn't say that. Like, I would not refer to it as that. But when they say it. It's different to me. Is it hot? It's it's like only during certain things. If it's like just an okay, if you were fucking me and you said that, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, stop, you know. But if it was someone who was like more aggressive, yeah, you know what I mean. Then, or if we were, you know. If, like, Eddie and I were fucking and, like, we were role-playing or whatever, that'd be fine. Well, he's going to say it in the next couple days. I know. Well, I think he has, actually. And it didn't bother me. But if if it's just, like, in regular old, you know, 
sex. It's, it's like, weird. oh, close your legs. I can smell your cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's just, it depends. Oh, Have you ever said that to anyone, Stu? I've, I've used it once. And probably only was the once. And the girl got, <laughs> never. The girl got offended. Yeah. Did so you, I've never used it since. She climbed off and fucking left, huh? Yeah, she said, oh, that's really... She did actually say that it was really offensive. Oh. I, I hate that word and stuff like that. And I think, oh, I felt like a right cunt after, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I do that with a bitch. I really hate the word bitch. If I call Cassie a bitch, she's like, hey now. And then I go, sorry, you're yeah. a cunt. And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's exactly how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Right. I mean... You live and learn, don't you? you know? Yeah, I mean, you got to know, you know, what what each person is is accept acceptable of, I guess. Yeah, is the right word. Uh, so yeah, I because I was uh, when I was doing a lot of Uber driving, I picked up somebody who was from you know from the England area. I don't know how big it is, <laughs> and uh, and I was asking him about that word, and he was telling me the same stuff you're saying, where it's like, no, it's really not that acceptable. And I was like, this guy doesn't know fucking square. This guy don't know what's up, you know? What a like, cunt. Yeah, <laughs> fucking cunt. Tell me. Exactly. And, uh, and I guess, I mean, I guess he was right, and I was wrong. What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. I, I guess you learn something new every day. I thought it was like, a, maybe it's Australia where it's normal. Do you, did you just mix up the accents or maybe I need to talk to an Australian too and figure it I, out? I've, I mean, I've never been to Australia, but I'm sure their cunts are the same as ours. <laughs> just smelly, and everybody wants them. Uh, that's great. <laughs> I heard there's more women in Australia than there are men. I want to go. Yeah, me too. I think at the end of the day, reserved cunt for uh, special occasions. All right. If I must. Daniel's so sad right now. Oh. No, no, your market. No, no. <laughs> I should know my market. I should always know my market. That's like the first rule of broadcasting is is know uh, know your audience. Oh, listen to that. See, this is what we're gonna go out with right here. Oh, you hear that? That's some good cunt music. Right there. <laughs> nice, nice hardcore cunt music. All right, we're gonna go to a break here real quick, and then uh, when we come back, we'll continue with. Uh, the mighty Choo Choo Stew, right here on Toe on the Trigger. What is the Potter family? Hey, this is Bro from the World of Roe podcast. This is Gareth from the Open All Powers podcast. This is Octopus Caveman. And this is the Green Korean from the Dave podcast. Hey, y'all. It's Juliette Miranda from the Unwritable Rant podcast. This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys podcast. This is Greg from the Sports Dance podcast. Hey, this is Rick from Ice and the Face. Hey, guys, it's Rad Dad Chad. Jay Mills. And Lil Man. From the Full of Fiber podcast. Hi, I'm Gareth. I'm Bex. And we're from the Gareth's Random Rambling Podcast. This is Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. This is Eric Marker from the Markers Podcast. This is Daniel from the Toe on the Trigger Podcast. This is Turbo from the TurboCast. This is Cyanide from the Little Geek Lost Podcast. We are you. Podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow. So follow us on Twitter at Potter and Family and use the hashtag Potter and Family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same. Potter and Family, where great podcasts come home. This is the Toll and Trigger News. I am Daniel Ruppels. 
mentally distraught man concealing a knife in his shoe snuck into Buckingham Palace last week in an attempt to kill the queen. He says he did not he did so out of fear that the Chinese government was following him. God save the queen indeed. Five underage Amish gentlemen in Pennsylvania were partying like it was 1699 when they were pulled over in their buggy and arrested on counts of DUI and underage in possession of alcohol. It's not easy living in an Amish paradise. Meanwhile, in Florida, Florida man is at it again after leading police on a high-speed chase that ended in thrown beer cans, Fast and the Furious-style driving, and a tussle with a canine unit. The suspect was finally taken into custody, whereupon further excavating, it was found that he was carrying a handcuff key lodged comfortably up his asshole. For TOTT News, I'm Daniel Ruppels. This is the world that we live in. Oops, there we go. Hey, we're back. <laughs> How you doing, Stu? That wasn't you who tried to kill the queen, right? No, it wasn't me. Okay. What What, what do you think of the queen? Do you like her? Are I you allowed to say if you don't? Like, is there, you're not going to get, like, sh- I don't know what your laws are there. Is it going to get, like, high treason or something? Well, look... <sighs> She she obviously brings a lot of money and in, money into the country, Buckingham Palace and all that pomp and glory. So I'm I'm with the Queen. Yeah. Although I, although I don't I don't really agree with all the money we have to pump into it, but you got to pump money into something. So she brings the tourism here and stuff like that. So yeah, go for it, Queenie. Because she doesn't actually, from what I understand of like. Uh, British politics and stuff like she really has like not a lot of power right it's all parliament no. and prime minister correct yeah yeah she's she's there she's the the realm she's uh heading up the country but at the end of the day she hasn't really got a lot of say you know <laughs> she's a tourist attraction she's like uh <laughs> she's like Disneyland she's like Mickey Mouse yeah she's a Mickey she's our she's, British Mickey Mouse she's the British Mickey Mouse that's fucking great I never knew that. I, I did a little bit of a, um, I watched, I watched YouTube videos, so I know things. Um, but I watched a couple videos about how like, uh, the UK is and how their government structure is set up and the difference between the UK and Britain and God, you guys, you guys have no idea what you're doing over there. Do you, <laughs> when it comes to like the UK, England and like all these different, uh, branches, you know, of territories and governments and stuff. Well, we know what we're doing. Yeah, we, I know. know. I'm, I'm being offensive. I'm being offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being mean. You're not being a... Listen, I've actually uh, tributed the Queen in, in the form of song. You, you've written Did a you song about her? Yeah, I, I wrote a song for the Queen... Uh, Queen what was it? The Diamond Jubilee. Is that the name of the song? Do you have that uh, published somewhere? I would like to. Yeah, it's on. It's on YouTube. It's. Uh, I I can't remember what it's up. What it's under, but yeah, we got about we got about fifteen thousand views. Nice. You should uh, send me the link after this, and I'll put it in the the show notes so you can. Uh... I I will send you it. It was very tongue in cheek. Oh, uh, okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. I, I will love. Send it to you. I it love a very... sarcastic. Uh, satire yeah. and stuff and it and it um the original lyrics were were toned down quite a lot for for the actual uh video that we'd done for it and it was all very amateur but and and uh, as i say it was very tongue-in-cheek and uh just a just a bit of fun like you know yeah well i mean that, yeah 
right on. I uh, I didn't mean to uh, to go crazy on uh, <laughs> on UK stuff. I realized uh, that probably wasn't too nice. I mean, who am I to judge? I mean, look who's running for president over here. You know, yeah. you must look but at America and just be like, these fucking people are losing their goddamn minds. Well, after a while, you think, yeah, like, okay, it's been funny. <laughs> right. Now get on with now get on with the proper stuff. But. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what we've all that been saying for the last year and a half now. Yeah, it's getting it's getting uh, like very close to November, and I'm like, you know, we need the real candidates to come out so we like know what we're voting for. Like, you guys need to stop the charade and just get it like get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. But. Quit quit fun and games and like who's really standing? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's actually. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not really big into politics, but looking at it and trying to read both sides of the stories from both candidates, it's uh, it's quite scary for you guys over there, isn't it? At the moment, yeah, it is. It's terrifying knowing that these are the. I mean, we have other but, choices, but we won't get into that because people. Do we though? I mean, we have. Yeah, but you're we have, you're fucked. Whatever way you're looking at it. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we're we're fucked because. Uh, our our smaller third parties aren't they're not going to make it as much as I like to you know say that, like, Gary Johnson for president like he's got a good campaign going but in the end it's going to be Trump or Hillary and it looks like it's going to be Hillary so I mean once that happens it's been nice knowing you but I'm probably we're probably all going to die. <laughs> I mean personally I'm against I just don't like the fact that uh, her old man as being president, why it shouldn't be allowed to be uh, keeping it in the family. And I know it's happened time after time over there, but yeah. it should it shouldn't be allowed, should it? Um, see, I mean, that's maybe, maybe the only not. people that's that's well, obviously they're the only they're the people with the money, but it shouldn't be allowed that these people that have got the money. It's going to be like having her husband as president again. Like I could totally see that. It was almost like with the Bush administration, and then. But I mean, that goes all the way back to like John Quincy Adams and all those other, you know, early, early American presidents and stuff. They had, you know, we're boring. We're boring, Cassie, with our politics. Sorry to talk over you there, Daniel, but it's all you guys all get on board with it all, and and you're there. It's like a fucking. Big celebration every time they're going out to talk, and yeah, we're backing you. We don't do that over here. We don't do that. We should take a page from that book. Yeah, we turn into a fucking circus. This whole thing is a circus. We would never do that over here. We just watch it on the telly and go, yeah, wankers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) fucking wankers. Yeah, we don't. We we would never do that. Like fucking fuck that. We (laughs) we just. We just know they're all crooks, these politicians. Right, yeah. Never do that. Waving our, waving our flag. Uh, I don't even... Who's our uh, Prime Minister? Uh, Your Prime oh, we've Minister? Got a lady yeah, we've got a lady now. Yeah, uh, I've heard uh, that. I don't know what her name is, though. And she's not She's not um, been elected either. She's just taken over someone else's shoes, like, you know? Wow. Uh, we'd never do that over here. Never do that. You guys just don't. Yeah, you just don't. Just let us live our lives and don't fucking bother us. That's kind of (laughs) that's kind of the way to go. And we complain afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we. That's what I've been doing. I just complain. But see, I'm gonna vote for somebody that's not actually one of the main two, and that way, when the one of the main two win, I have the most right to complain more than anybody. 
Because I'll be like, I didn't vote for either of those fucking clown shoes, so fuck off. Daniel, it's exactly the same as what I do. Yeah. You just don't, yeah, just don't don't participate in it. (laughs) Yeah, you vote for the underdog. That's right. I'm an underdog kind of guy. It's it's quite pretentious. I like it. <laughs> I'm voting for the Paps Blue Ribbon of oh uh, of presidents. That's what I'm doing. So uh, we actually got an email to the show, a real <gasps> legitimate email. Because I have a Dear Abby here, but I think I'm going to push that. Okay. I'm going to do this one instead. This is from our listener, Katie. She's a longtime listener. She's been here since uh, episode 000, right from the beginning. Wow. She says, hey, Daniel and Cassie, I was wondering if you guys have friends that only talk to you when they need something or to just complain. <laughs> I have a friend that will only talk to me, uh, sorry, when she needs to complain about her life and I'm getting tired of it. I've known my friend forever and just don't know what to do anymore. Uh, don't know what to do anymore. Any thoughts? Well, I've got folks. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends but, like that too. But on one part of that, when you, you've got friends that only contact you when they need something, is that not the biggest wind up ever? No, is it's it? terrible. And when you get a random message in your uh, messenger well, or in your I like, had a friend that like person? that until, yeah, I had a friend like that until recently. <laughs> and it was only uh, this guy. As soon as you see your phone and it lights up and it's got that guy's name and you think, what does he want? Yeah. That's when you know. And and then how long can your patience last before you just say, fuck off? Yep. Because I've had that and I I just think, like, yeah, I'll help this guy out. I like the guy. He's a friend. And and after a while, you think, hold up. Every Every time he contacts me, he wants something. And it's not like I'm not a needy guy, so like I don't need anything. So you you give them like a bit of a chance, but then after a while you just think it's too one sided. Mm-hmm. So uh, and time to sort of uh, sh- put the shutters down. Yeah, I um I had a friend until recently as well, um, who we when we first met it was very mutual and um. We were really good friends, and then over the years, it's kind of, it's like we'll switch off. Like, we'll we'll be good friends, and then, you know, he'll disappear, or he'll, like, stop talking to me. And when he comes back around, it's like, he's either really, really interested in my life, like, he wants to catch up in what I'm doing, and then as soon as he knows, like, enough, it, like, shuts off, and he only needs shit, or he only, you know, he's having all these crises, and and like all these issues and Mm. it's completely one-sided then. And it's just like, Oh geez. And then, you know, he'll disappear and then he'll come back. And then it's like, he's, you know, well, let me tell you all the reasons I disappeared and like all the things that are wrong and like all this shit. And it's like, you know, it's, is this the guy who has breast cancer? No, that's another guy. (laughs) There's another guy. Um, he just needs to go get vagina cancer and just go die. Huh? Jesus, Daniel. <laughs> no, a, a, a true, fr- a true friend. You, you'll, uh, you will take their problems on board, and likewise, you will, you know, you sort of uh, 
you give each other, you know, what's going on in each other's lives. Yeah. You know, you share, you share things. You share the well, good and the bad. And the thing is, you share that the good and the bad. If you're like, you know, how you were saying, like, you're not a needy person, and I think I have, I think I try to not be a needing per- a needy person, but I know that I, I do have like a lot of shit going on sometimes, and I know that I overreact and all that. So I guess to an extent, I am a very needy person at times. So, um, but I, well, I find... think there's a, Go there's ahead, a psychological needy person and there's a physical needy person. Yeah. So if you actually need so- something done, you know, I, I need this stuff shifted. Yeah. I need, I need to move or, you know, not I've got this sort of crisis the, type per- the worst is there are people that tend to, and I'm going to use Cassie as an example because you're the kind of person who... You, it's not that you love to feel needed. You just, you love to help people and people see that about you. I've, I've seen this happen to you before and they won't, they won't come to you until they need something because they know that you're the person that will just, doesn't matter if it's been a year, six months, if the last time they talked to you, they completely fucked you over. It doesn't matter. They just know if they come to you, you're going to forget about all that and you're going to help them. Yeah. Sometimes to the detriment of yourself. You know, and I've, I have people like that in my life too. That last, you know, that last relationship I was with, people were like, why are you loaning her money? Why are you, um, why are you taking time out of your night when you should be sleeping and shit to like talk to her and help her out of these problems? Yeah. Well, and what I find is with people who are just very needy and, you know, this one guy in particular, I find that the, the friendship ends up being very fake because, because it's so one-sided and, you know, just coming from like me personally, I, I would feel a lot of the times, you know, I don't want to tell this person my problems or my issues because they're so needy. Like what if they can't handle it? You know what I mean? And then they disappear again. So I just, it just ends up being super fake and I just, why do that? You know? Exactly. So I guess her question is what, so what are our thoughts? What should she do with this with this friend? Who, drop them. No. Drop them. Drop them like they're hot. <laughs> Get all Snoop Dogg on them. Yeah. Tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, maybe not that extreme. <laughs> um, but just, uh, I mean, try talking to the person. But in my personal experience, that doesn't really work because they don't see it ever. And they, you know? they usually, they get very defensive when you yeah. bring that up to them. And they'll talk about whatever uh, your shortcomings are. Exactly. They'll be like, well, you know, a phone works or both ways. Or they'll just ignore it. You know, they'll just go, they'll go over it. Like, oh, well, it's no big deal. Like, you love me. You know what I mean? Like, Daniel, you and I have gotten in arguments about this before. You know what I mean? Like, we've both done this to each other. And we work it out because we're really good friends. But we've both done it. And so, you know, I know I've blown you off when you told me shit. Like, the other, this wasn't that long ago. I was like, why are you so irritated or whatever? And you're like, bitch, you have an attitude. <laughs> like. Yeah. What the fuck? And I'm like, I did. I remember that. I remember that conversation. And I was, I was like, like, you're you know coming what? at me all crazy right now. And you're like, you're, I'm not, though. And I was like, but you are. No, I just left. Yeah. And then you left. <laughs> I just and then. Left. Yeah. But, and then I've talked to you before, and it's like, it's not a comfortable thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, I've brought things up to you, and you just, you know, you go into that like puppy dog face of like, what? No, it's fine. We're good, right? Everything's like, cool. Ugh. Everything's cool. But, it, you know, if you're really, Katie, if you're really a good friend with this person and, you know, you've been friends forever, 
hopefully it will work if you if you talk to the person and just you know explain what the issue is and if they're not if they that's the thing if they're not mature enough to like talk it out with you why are they in your life honestly you don't need people like that and that's what I've had to learn recently is if you're not gonna work through something with me then I don't really want you around but anyway yeah spoken like a true champ I I don't yeah, think I have any. I agree with you, Cassie. Sorry. That's it. Cassie fucking nailed it. She was just yeah. saying, uh, what, two weeks ago, she's like, I wish more people would email the show with, yeah. with Dear Abby-like questions because I would love to answer them. So Katie was our pretty much one of our first. I'm so happy. Thank you, Katie. We've had, we've had a couple. We had the one with the job, the one who oh, lost yeah. her job. That was, a, that was a fun one. Yeah. But uh, anybody else that has any. Take a shot at toeonthetrigger.com. That's our and email. And you can be anonymous if you want. Yeah. If I mean, you, you don't have to put your name. You can use whatever name you want. You can use uh, Horny and Humboldt. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. Um, you have anything else to add on that one, Stu? No, I, I, uh, I agree. Well, I just think if people are too needy and it's too one-sided, then... Personally, it's time to drop them. How how yeah. do you go about dropping somebody though? That's the hard part. Do you just go and be like, "Hey, go fuck yourself," and then you just walk away? Like, is that? Well, or... I've more, I've had this very similar situation, like in the last year, where a person has just has been like a really good friend, like seemingly a really good friend, and then all of a sudden they. Every time they call, it's like the the whole uh, the whole thing is very one sided. Yeah, you're doing you're doing all the work, and when they call you, they want something. And after a while, it gets it just pisses you off, and you just think, well, look, I've done this for you, I've done that for you. And then they phone you, and it's like, yeah, what do they want? Yeah, and after and it just becomes too tiring, and you're better off out of the relationship than in it. And what do you and, do? Do you just ignore them or do you no, tell them? I've told them the last time and it's like some, I was, I was constantly being asked, well, not constantly, but every now and again, you'd say, would you hire a, a truck for me? No. <laughs> yeah. Fuck no, you do it. Yeah. No, would you hire a truck for me? I need to move this from A to B because I haven't got a driver's license. And the first time, yeah, you do it. And it's only yeah. a small item. It's only, it's not too big. Oh, yeah. So you do it. And then the second time I was, uh, would you hire a truck for me? It's only, you know, and the first time wasn't only A to B, it was A to B to, to C, C to, to D. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it wasn't a tiny item. It was like a back breaking item. They call and, that foot in the door method. They use that yeah. in like high pressure sales with like car yeah. salesmen and shit. So it happens again, and then they get a third party involved to help you take it off of the truck. And that third party said, "I'd st- I I've stopped saying yes." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you start to wonder, and then, uh, but it's not only that; it's all sort of walks of life from that same person. And then it's like, could could I? Borrow twenty bucks from you. Oh, those ones, yeah. And you say, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. fair enough, pal. Yeah. And you go and meet them to give them the twenty bucks, b- 
but buy them breakfast as well at the same time. Yeah. Because you're a friend. Yeah. And you don't like you don't like to see a friend in their lowest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I've I've been but, in that situation where you just and the worst is there's that, the people they want you to work around their terms too. They want you to work around their time schedule, you know, and yeah. then when you can't meet them at a certain time, like it they make it like it's your fault. Like I need to borrow this money now. And you're like, I'm yeah, fucking I'm, working to I'm make not, the money. <laughs> yeah, and although that twenty bucks isn't a lot of money, it's the principle of it and you and in the end you think like do I just let that 20 bucks go or you think, no, I'm going to stick to it and say, right, you told me you're going to get me that 20 bucks by next Friday and next Friday's come and gone and the Friday after has been and gone and you think, right, I need that 20 bucks now. I was there to give it to you when you asked for it. So I want you to be here now when I want it back. Yeah, exactly. And then, then it starts to become awkward. So it comes a point where, personally, I just I just tell them, say, no, well, look, you asked me for the money. You've asked me for this. And I've noticed that you only call me when you want me to hire a truck or you only want me to uh, lend you 20 bucks. And enough is enough. And I want my 20 bucks back. <laughs> exactly. Even though, I, even though I don't need it back. I I still haven't gotten my $200 back from, uh, from the one person so, I loaned it we to. We all told you. <laughs> yeah. So I would just say, fuck it. Say, no, I want my money back, and I want it back this week, and fuck you. <laughs> Therefore, you're a piece of shit, and, and go, go fuck, fuck yourself, yourself, and go die. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, yeah. I just, I, I see it like that, and I, I, yeah. I don't stand on ceremonies when when it comes to things like that. That's that's awesome. That's like the best uh that's that's advice people pay for right there. We, um, Katie, we're expecting our twenty bucks for the services rendered uh, in the mail, or you can just PayPal it. Uh, take a shot at joeonthetrigger dot com. I'll split but it. Uh, say, but saying that, you then lose that friendship by doing that. But but you didn't really have a friendship. Did you want with. it? Did you really no. want it to begin with? No. Like, if it's no. been causing you issues, no. probably not. No. Yeah. Well, we're at that part of the episode where we uh we name the episode. Ooh. I have nothing written down. I only got one. Do you have some? Oh, Jen's here. Sorry. <laughs> she is here. Uh, I, I didn't. I sorry. No, it's fine. I just um, broke the fourth wall. Just broke the fourth. We we have another person joining us in studio. Stu, we have our newest. Uh, I guess we can call her an intern. <laughs> <laughs> last intern. She better be fucking better than the last one, dude. The last intern. We have Jen in studio. She's taking notes because she writes the blogs. I don't know if you ever read the blog posts for the episodes, but the last couple of weeks they seem like they've been getting better. That's not because I've been writing them. I mean, oh I'm, hi Jen. Anyway, if she can hear me, she can. She doesn't want to talk though. I guess she's shy or some shit. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk. That's fine. If she's intimidated by your yeah. by your sexy uh by your sexy voice. <laughs> Hopefully she's taking better notes than the rest of us. Yeah, I hope so. I, the only thing I have written down is uh, British Mickey Mouse. Oh. <laughs> well, what I've got is uh, I've got an, a needy serial killer. A needy oh, like serial killer. Let me write that one down. Okay. Uh, Cassie, what do you have? I, mine is lame. Okay. Click, clicks and booms. Clicks and booms. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. 
<laughs> Jen, did you have anything? You said you had one thing. Yeah. What is it? Go ahead. Um, I had one. It's close your legs. I can smell your cunt. Oh. That was my favorite. Close your legs. I can smell. Okay, we got to take out the word cunt didn't probably. Didn't really? Oh. Didn't, uh, Stu, didn't you say when you were talking about spanking me, didn't you say, yeah. did you say a royal flogging or how did you say that? Do you remember? Because that one, I was going to write that and then I forgot because I didn't have a pen. Oh, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I, I can't remember. Oh, damn. It's like a, a right good freshing or something like that. I don't, I don't yeah, know. it was like a right good. What was a it? right good flushing? No, fl- thrashing. Thrashing? <laughs> yeah. A right good thrashing. That has nice. You could probably do a right good flushing. <laughs> right good. <laughs> Oh man! Is that thrashing? T H R A S H I N G. How? How? Yes. how that's it. Yeah. Thrashing. Okay. All right. Good. Thrashing. I think that I like that. All right. Our guest got to name the. Look at that. Everyone. I was gonna say the something with a cunt too, though, Jen. But I remembered yeah. we can't do cunt because I yeah, I don't do know how. Cussing. I don't know how iTunes feels about certain words or whatever. I know. I know they don't like fuck. Like they'll Best. block it out, but they don't like block the episode. I don't know what I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that. They're they're owned by Apple. They don't know what the they don't even know what they're about. <laughs> <laughs> they're shitty. <laughs> All right, so that's the name of the episode: a right good thrashing. And uh, Stu, I want to thank you for uh, for being on today. You've definitely made the show very enjoyable. And uh, I know you have a lot of stuff going on. Like uh, podcasts and all that, and I want you to <laughs> this music. <laughs> so I want you to <sighs> to plug all the good, happy stuff that you're doing at Cave Crew Radio and all that stuff, so that our listeners can maybe tune into you guys too. Well, you can tune in to Cave Crew Radio at uh, www.cavecrewradio.com on Wednesday evenings at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Or you can catch us on YouTube by putting in Cave Crew Radio. And uh, all other good uh, podcast catchers do the Cave Crew Radio. So thank you very much for that, Daniel. No, no problem. I, um, you guys are kind of a cool show because you have you being from England and you have another member who's from New York. And then you have another one of your co-hosts who's from Canada, correct? That's correct. So yeah. it's kind of like you get so, you get all the worldly views of the Western world. Yeah, we've got a global view on uh, on all the things that are happening. So yeah, yeah, it's a very good show. It's very fun. It's very light hearted, like um, like your show. So it's well worth tuning. Yeah. So that's Cave Crew Radio every Wednesday night at what time? 9 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. and they're live, which we want to do at some point. Some live. Live, unedited. Live, what you, unedited. What you hear is what you get. Uncut, like the penis that Cassie enjoys every week. Yes. <laughs> All right, Stu. Hey, it's been good. Uh, it's been good having you on, and we're definitely gonna have you on again, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, and Daniel, Daniel, and Cassie, it's been an honor. Thank you very much for having me. Thank I you. I already miss you, Stu. She already misses you. <laughs> All right, you take care, Stu. This has been episode 056 of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on our website at toeonthetrigger.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, or wherever podcasts are sold. Keep up with the show on social media. We are on Facebook, 
on Facebook.com slash Toe on the Trigger and Twitter and Instagram at Toe on the Trigger. And hey, while you're on Twitter, why not check out the hashtag Potter and Family to get a dose of many other fantastic shows, including the Now That I'm Older podcast. You can check them out at their website at NowThatImOlder.com and at Twitter at I'm Older PC. Be sure to reach out to us as well. You can leave us a message on our website, toeonthetrigger.com, or on all the aforementioned social media platforms. You can also email us at takeashot at toeonthetrigger.com, and you can leave us a voicemail at our phone number, TOE546, T-O-T-T. That's 863-546-8688. And finally, if you like our show and you want to tell the world about it, the best thing you can do for this show is to tell a friend I'd like to again thank Choo Choo Stew for being on the show for for Sue Choo, Sir Choo Choo Stew and Kinky Cassie. I am Daniel Repples, and until next time, remember to keep your toe off that trigger. Woke up early for you. Oh no! Do you know that? I heard I went, and I felt really bad. You should. Though. I I have to get this off my chest. Okay. Before we start. I woke up, I went to bed at 1am, okay, which is quite late. UK time. UK time, yes. yeah? Uh-huh. That's about seven hours before you or something, I don't know. But I woke up, uh, yeah, no, sorry, I went to bed at 1am, woke up at 2am, felt like I was jet-lagged, yeah? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I got up, I didn't know if I was drunk, I didn't know if it was yesterday or tomorrow, <laughs> yeah? Okay. I sort of got downstairs, got to my uh, little studio here, and uh, started preparing for your show, and then you wasn't there. Cassie, <laughs> what's wrong with you? I was, I was at work. I'm so sorry. What do you do that's so important? Did I'm you not, not tell them that I was here? I, I told her. I told her to be ready by eight, to be here by eight. Which I guess she's kind of on time. No, I'm 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 late as fuck. I know that. I uh, I told my boss I didn't have to be anywhere until eight, and so she didn't show up until eight, and then Shocking. I left right away. And uh, then I hit traffic, and but I it's am very good. sorry. Well, you should be. <laughs> it's very unprofessional. It is. <laughs> it's very true. If I ever get to uh, California. You know what's coming to you, don't you? Dan- Daniel, uh... you're getting a righteous good flogging. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get a get- damn good hiding from me. A hiding. I look forward to that. And I know you're going to enjoy every second of it. Yes, I am. Yeah, I was so I've been sitting here. It feels like hours now. You know. I imagine. I imagine. Uh... I mean, isn't there like a weird like wormhole between here and and the UK where time like really shifts a lot and your perception of it does as well well my perception of this podcast was that i was going to be on at 3 a.m yeah uk time uh-huh. and i'll probably be tucked up in my little bed uh at 4 a.m or probably a little bit after it's now 4 27 uk time and cassie has just sort of breezed in <laughs> Oh my god, I'm such a dick. I'm so sorry. I'm bright red, just so you know. Well, I'm underneath blushing. underneath the white. Yeah. Underneath, underneath my underneath makeup. the shade of paper. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> Her fair 
Isn't that the, the the official skin tone of of the area you live in, though, Stu? Is just paper white, not a lot of sun. Hey, don't be fooled by what you read in the newspapers. We're we're all bronzed over here. Oh, you're all bronzed. Okay, you've got a great show there, guys. Anyway, so thank you. I I love it. Daniel, yeah, I, a good guy. I love li- I love listening to your. Uh, yeah, to you, I just love listening to what you you guys get up to each week. You know, you know what or, or I shenanigans. Love, you know what I love listening to. Your voice, yeah. your voice is amazing. I could literally listen to you talk nonstop every day. Really, yes. I don't know why. <laughs> I, it's it's amazing. Telling you, dude, that accent that shit drops panties in the states, dude. You need to fly over here and just I wa- just walk around and just talk to. Just talk to chicks. They will just. They will all have sex with you. Yes, doesn't even I ha- matter. I have. I have mentioned to my uh, to my better half that I might be coming over to the states. There's and, trouble uh, coming. There's trouble coming. Uh oh. <laughs> Wait, are you married? Or you have a girlfriend? No, I'm married. Yeah. Oh, fuck. He has a kid too. Really? Yeah. Jesus. All right. Uh, <laughs> never, never stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um. But yeah. <laughs> 